0: Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to episode one eighteen of One Man Watchpoint and Overwatch Podcast. This is of course a podcast where we talk about everything going on in the wonderful world of Overwatch and sometimes the not so wonderful world of Overwatch, but most of the time, the wonderful world of Overwatch. If you are a returning listener, first of all, welcome back and thank you so much for listening. If you're new around here, I'm of course your host, Sir Dr J M. that's at SirDrJM on all socials. I'm not even going to go into the socials, usually I start listing them off, but just if if you're looking for me, at SirDrJM, I don't even want to get into things that have been going down with the renaming of social medias and things like that. So find me at SirDRJM or over on TikTok at One Man Watchpoint. That's right. I made an actual account for the show, although I've yet to use it. But it's kind of an anticipation of heading to Grand Finals uh, coming up here in September, of course. Now, give me a follow. Reach out to me over on those socials. You can, of course, uh, direct message me or uh, send me a public message, if you will, Um, over on those social media platforms. Give me questions, give me topics, give me concerns, give me things you want me to bring to the show. Of course, as they relate to Overwatch, the Overwatch League, Blizzard games, or just video games in general, I love to talk about games. Um, right now, I actually am into Overwatch. Uh, I come I come and go from the game. I, I do always follow the Overwatch League, and I always follow the game and the updates and everything like that. I just am not always playing it. Uh, just sometimes other games take my interest, of course. And uh, I recently have found that uh, I'm enjoying Overwatch. Um, and with uh, some up- upcoming special events, I think I might uh, actually be playing it a decent amount lately, or recently, or soon. So anyways, check me out and uh, bring me things to bring to the show. Now, you can, of course, find this podcast on all your favorite podcast services out there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. So give us a follow, leave us a review, tell your friends, and all that jazz. And, of course, if you enjoy what you hear today, you can check me out on the Ready, Set, Pwn podcast, where I am the third chair, and my hosts Chris and Alex will walk us through everything Vancouver, Titans, and Toronto Defiant in the Overwatch League. We, of course, also have had a uh, whole schwack of interviews over there with various leaders. League people, um, of course, Casaurus, uh, head coach of the Toronto Defiant, uh, Sean Miller, the president of the Overwatch League, Baroy, GM of the Vancouver Titans, um, and a whole whole host of others. Now, today we've actually got a pretty short show. Um, I will mention that I'm trying to shift my recording schedule back to a schedule that actually uh, works a little better with my own schedule. So I'm recording on a Monday now. Uh, this will be. Uh, hopefully the pattern going forward, and then posting on a Tuesday. Uh, that way we kind of uh, are, are relatively soon after this the past weekend's matches in the Overwatch League, just in case you're here for the recap, although I don't go too in-depth on most of the games. Um, and also, you know, it just works a little better. Of course, that does mean that I may miss some news, uh, because things do tend to break, I'd say, probably on a Wednesday or Thursday, generally speaking. But I'll be covering the past week's action, so... There you have it. Now, as I mentioned, it's going to be a bit of a shorter show. So, without further ado, let's dive on. In. I'll do this alone if I have to. All right. So, as I mentioned, going to be a bit of a shorter show here, but this time we've got a bit of a PSA to start things off. So, our uh, our our PSAs, of course, these past couple of weeks have been coming at us pretty hot. We've had lots of uh, uh, Twitch. Uh, what the heck do they call it? A uh, Twitch drops campaigns going on um but we've also had a number of uh just free stuff um so occasionally there's there's uh something on the store for free like the sprinkle may uh skin that was available a few weeks back um of course like i mentioned the drops there's uh skins and sprays for watching a certain amount of hours or um as as was previously the case of course there was a drops campaign to get some free battle pass tiers um, as well. I'm not sure. That one might still be going on. Uh, check into Twitch. See if people have drops in their in their titles um, in the Overwatch category. And if they do, then you can probably still earn that. Of course, then we also, every now and then, have the Prime Gaming uh, freebies. And that is what we have this time. So this time around, we do have the Conductor Reinhardt. That's right. Uh, Reinhardt's Conductor skin, which I believe was a reward for... I want to say not this past holiday seasons uh event i think it was the final holiday season with overwatch one so uh i guess the game hasn't been out for a year yet so 2022 would have been the first year of overwatch 2 so not that one but from 2021 i believe that's when they released the conductor reinhardt skin um, it's a pretty cool skin honestly it's a legendary of course um and it features some unique voice lines and and things like that for reinhardt so Definitely uh, go in, collect that. It's as simple as linking your Prime Gaming account to your Battle.net account. You hit the link or you go to the Prime Gaming page and you uh, claim the skin and you've got it next time you log in. So I have claimed that myself. I have not logged in yet to actually uh, make sure it comes through, but I've never had a problem with those. So there you have it. Go grab your Conductor Reinhardt skin now a couple more psas of course the summer games event is on now but by the time you're listening to this it's probably over uh it does end on july 25th so i'm recording late in the day on the 24th this episode's going live on the 25th so unless you are playing while listening to this episode just before uh the the sort of week rolls over then you know you're probably out of luck but i hope you got in there i hope you got your wins i hope you got your uh, bonus uh uh, XP for the event challenges. Of course, they are generous with the uh, battle pass XP on those challenges, um, and of course, uh, it all totaled up to uh, the chance to earn a Doomfist legendary skin. So, of course, if you completed, I believe, six of the event challenges for the Summer Games event, then you would unlock that. Uh, I think it's called Tropical Doomfist. Um, I did get it. I have been enjoying uh, Lucio Ball. Not so much the uh, the the Winston's Beach Volleyball. That one was a little jank, but or a little too jank for my liking, I should say, but I did enjoy Lucio Balls. So there you have it. And of course, our final PSA of the week, season five in the Overwatch Battle Pass season is sort of coming to a close. We're getting there. We're in the, uh, I would say, I guess final three or so weeks of the Battle Pass or of, of this season five. So this is of course the Quest Watch season. This is the, um, kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mythical, uh, uh, f- fantastical kind of theme. Fantasy, that's what I'm looking for. This is the fantasy theme, so think Lord of the Rings, think Dungeons and Dragons, think all that kind of stuff. Um, of course, by the time you're listening to this, we are in the week of the 24th 28th. We've then got the 31st through the 4th, and then we've got the 6th through the 10th, I believe is actually, so not even that full week, uh, but that is when Season 5 ends. So we are in the final, final kind of days here. Um, so get in there, get your wins, get your XP, and progress through that battle pass. Personally, I I know I said I have been into Overwatch again lately after uh kind of not being super into it for the kind of the first half of uh of season five. Um I did purchase the battle pass and I'm making my way through it now. Like I say, I after season four, I went hard on season four, I completed the whole battle pass. Um and then uh starting off season five, I just wasn't too into it. So I kind of I don't know. Stepped away from the game for a good month at least, so I missed out on kind of the first half of the battle pass. And now I'm uh, just making my way through the second half. I have gotten the legendary. I think I'm somewhere in the fifties there. Um, So I'll probably at least get the second tier of the. Uh, sorry, not legendary of the mythic tracer skin, which is a pretty cool one. Um, And I'm I'm glad they actually split it up and made it. I think they made it uh, level forty-five. You get the base mythic skin level 65 you get sort of I think you only get one upgrade I think you get an additional uh, sort of headpiece and then at level 80 you do get the full skin so uh, all the other uh, components to the skin so in any case get in there get your games and get your matches and get your xp in because it is time to finish off season five and of course We all know that the, the, uh, developers have been hyping up season six coming here. It is of course, uh, invasion. It is our first, air quotes, real PVE, uh, season. So we should be getting some actual news, um, some details and some exciting stuff about what exactly, uh, uh, invasion looks like soon. Right. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that, I'm hopeful that we get a sort of deeper dive in the coming weeks here, just like we have with previous seasons, kind of a preview. Um, I kind of hope they don't do the developer interview thing. If they do, I kind of hope that it's a pre-recorded thing, that they can, you know, have some answers prepared for some of the questions even. I obviously don't want it to be scripted, but I do want it to feel a little less like um, the past couple developer interviews. I feel like the last few have kind of been almost downers where they're, they're you know, not... Uh, not, well, I mean, the last one we had was them announcing that the PVE was changing and they weren't giving us talent trees and all that stuff. So that kind of stuck, uh, stuck, stunk. So, you know, I'm just hopeful for a bit of a different format where they can really celebrate and show off, Hey, here's what an invasion is. And we're really excited. And you get to finally see what we have actually been working on despite, you know, not being able to come through with that original vision of the, uh, the really fleshed out PVE mode. So in any case, I'm excited. I think we'll get some news soon. Um, looking at the calendar again. We got about three weeks here um, left in the Battle Pass. We're not going to get anything this week, I don't think. Maybe the week after that, I could see that happening, the 31st through the 4th. Probably they do like to drop things around Thursday, either, you know, Wednesday to Friday kind of time frame, I find. So I'm thinking they could drop something on the 3rd, August 3rd. That would be one week out from the 10th when the season ends. Now, I'm not sure if Season 6 is supposed to start up right on the 15th, which would be the Tuesday after uh, Season 5 ends. If they have a gap week in there, if the 14th through 18th is just kind of a, hey, there's no battle pass, I mean, that seems a little odd for them to do. But if there is that gap and maybe it doesn't start till the 22nd, then maybe they drop something then. But I think if I had to pick a date on the calendar, I'd place it around the 3rd. So that's what i've got for your psas now without uh any further delay let's get into the news but again this is a very short news segment so it's not going to take long so let's get in there all right so we spoke about it last week and of course the genesis series has been dropping um week by week or, or week to week here uh from the overwatch youtube channel of course um and this has been the uh the first sort of animated series that they've put out um if you haven't been checking it out, I do highly recommend checking it out. It's been a blast to watch, and I think they've done, they've, they've put some real quality into it. Um, but as of last week, of course, part three titled, uh, Genesis part three rebirth finally dropped and we got the sort of conclusion to the story they had been telling with this Genesis story. So it was, a. Uh, it was a satisfying conclusion, I would say. Um, it's about a seven-minute video, of course, you know, cut a little bit off both ends, probably call it six minutes, maybe a little more. Um, so pretty much in line with the other two videos. We got some good lore in there. We got some good sort of background behind what exactly happened and how these sort of uh, omnics all rose into rose up to sort of take on humanity, um, why some omnics continue to take on humanity and some don't. Um. so overall I enjoyed it um, I thought it was a, a fun watch I do think again last week I talked a little bit about the format being this sort of documentary style thing kind of being an interesting way to go about it you know we didn't really I had speculated that maybe the third episode would focus on some characters that we knew um, just because they had kind of uh, mentioned the characters or or shown little sneak peeks of them in part 2 of course, we didn't really get that. We got, you know, maybe a few more highlight shots of one or two of these characters. Um, but we we didn't get a sort of character-focused type thing. I, I honestly thought they might actually do like a, you know, they were doing these talking head uh, interview things in the style of a documentary. I actually wondered if they might do one of those with a character that we know well, someone like Reinhardt or, um, um, you know, Mercy or, or even Anna or someone like that. They didn't do that. It stuck to the sort of handful of characters they had introduced through the first two parts in this documentary style so that was interesting um you know i i think it would have the the series overall would have hit a little harder had they done something like that had they given us those characters that we already know um and that we already you know love and that kind of thing um but regardless i thought it was a a nice uh nice i i don't even know what to call it i want to call it kind of an appetizer a nice little appetizer. Meal, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a full meal. It was just an appetizer of what could be, or what we could have one day, or what could have been had this uh, property been uh, stick handled appropriately. So disappointing, or or uh, sad that it's over. Um, I'm glad to, or happy to, excited to maybe maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Excited. I'm optimistic for what the future holds. I'm hopeful that they explore this further. I've talked about that before on the show um just you know speculating that maybe this means there's more to come maybe this means they have other projects like this in the works maybe they have other things that they will be debuting or sharing with us i mean obviously we do know to bring things back into the realm of the heroes that we love um we know that the sojourn short is going to be dropping i believe with season six um or partway through season six so that's exciting because of course Sojourn, we now know, is uh, sort of an integral part of Overwatch, Um, but at the same time, we don't really know a lot about her because, of course, she only, you know, air quotes, entered the fray um, with Overwatch 2, right? We had maybe seen hints of her, heard her voice, uh, or, or voice clips of her, that kind of thing in Overwatch 1, but she was not an actual hero that we could play until Overwatch 2, so... Um, exciting that we're going to get some actual sort of uh, story related to her because that is present day Overwatch, that is what we're playing when we're playing the game so that should be exciting and uh, of course we always love to see these these uh, uh, really well produced animated shorts that Blizzard puts out and on top of that I should also mention we of course know that season 6 is bringing a new hero as well, That they've uh, they've teased that hero to us, we know it or we suspect it's going to be Peruvian in some nature, maybe some Inca inspirations there in the design and and that kind of thing. Um, but what we don't know is what the backstory is going to be, right? Um, and it is, you know, you can assume they'll at least release some form of of announcement trailer for this character, where we'll get to see a little bit of that uh, story behind this character. Um, of course, we saw things like that with Carico. Uh We saw, you know, a Junker Queen. Of course, all these new characters have gotten some form of of announcement trailer or something like that so looking forward to more of that and uh and seeing what else is on the horizon with that we're gonna switch gears and it's into the overwatch league that's right normally this comes i'd say at least 30 minutes into the show maybe maybe later than that Um, normally news does take a good 20 to 30 to get through but we don't have much to talk about so In the Overwatch League, we have a few signings or changes on some rosters that have happened in the past week or so, just under a week. Of course, one being the Guangzhou Charge. Piggy is out and Gaga is in. Uh, No big surprise there. I think Gaga has been come and gone from the Charge a number of times, so Gaga's back in on the tank roll. GLADS today announced that Cal, a support player from uh, Saints and Timeless, is joining their squad, so a bit of an interesting move there. Of course um gladiators had a good first half of the season not a great one um and then in the mid-season break there released dante their are uh they're sort of who's the the player who seems to be their leader but they're a tank player for sure um and since then in a couple of weeks of play in the second half of the season glads have struggled that's for sure they actually served the los angeles valiant their first win of the season that's right they were i think zero nine at the time um and uh, yeah, Valiant took the win against uh, the Glads. So Glads definitely struggling to find their footing a little bit and uh, obviously making making an addition here that will hopefully help them balance things out a little bit. And then just announced today, of course, the Vegas Eternal are bringing in Finale on the DPS roll. Of course, Finale, um, if you're a fan of this show or if you're a fan of the Toronto Defiant or fan of the Ready, Set, Poem podcast, you'll be somewhat familiar with Finale as he did play um, for Toronto for a short while there, um, back in the KDG Muse twilight days. Um, uh, Chorong or was also there. So lots of familiar faces uh, coming and going from the Overwatch League in, in these this past week with, with Gaga, with uh, Finale. So in any case, um, interesting that some of these teams are making these changes. Vegas is one that, again... They made a handful of changes in the midseason break there, and it really kind of raises some eyebrows because why, you know? What are they expecting to do with their second half of the season, right? Um, Are they they just scooping up talent so that they can have some chips on the table when the off-season comes around again? What is the end goal here? It would be great to hear something like this from Vegas, but who really knows? And with that, that's it. That's all we got. That is all we got for talk about news in any way, shape, or form in Overwatch League or in general. So, we're going to head back here. We're going to take a look at this past week's matches in the Overwatch League. So, let's just see what's going on here. This is it. Push forward! Alright, so we kicked things off on Friday, July 21st with a match between the Seoul Dynasty and the Guangzhou Charge. This, oh, wow, I said Seoul Dynasty. I meant Soul Infernal. Of course, I just saw Seoul and I blanked there, but uh, that is the Seoul Infernal. And they took the win 3-0 over the Guangzhou Charge. Then the Dallas Fuel took a 3-1 win over the Shanghai Dragons. Pokerface took a 3-1 win over the Dreamers. And then we headed over to the West, where the San Francisco Shock got a 3-2 win over the Los Angeles Valiant. That's right, Valiant putting up a good fight and... Really showing their strength lately. It's kind of interesting because uh, you know, Valiant they change a few things, or San Francisco doesn't have proper, and Valiant's not looking so bottom anymore. It's kind of crazy. But in any case, then the Boston Uprising 3-1 the Toronto Defiant, the Houston Outlaws 3 0 the New York Excelsior. And we moved on to Saturday. Back to the east. The Soul Infernal got their win. Uh, Their second win of the weekend, this time against O2 Blast. Pantera beats out the Guangzhou Charge 3-2. The Seoul Dynasty beat out the Hangzhou Spark 3-2. And the Shanghai Dragons get a win against Poker Face. Then back in the West, we have the Florida Mayhem getting a 3-2 win over the Boston Uprising. The London Spitfire getting a 3-1 win over the San Francisco Shock. And finally, the Houston Outlaws ending the Atlanta Reign's winning streak and getting a 3-2 win over the Atlanta Reign. So finally, Atlanta looks fallible, looks like they can be beaten. Houston manages to come in clutch in the final match and take the win. And of course, we also learned that the Atlanta Reign, if they had won that match, they would have set a new winning streak record, defeating the uh, San Francisco Shocks' previous win streak back in 2020, 2019, something like that. Um, but alas, they are defeated and San Francisco holds that title still. We then move on to Sunday, July 23rd, going back to the East, where the Dallas Field get a 3 0 win over Dreamers, meaning they get two wins on the weekend. The Hangzhou Spark get a win with 3 1 over Pantera. And O2 Blast finally gets a win for the weekend 3 uh, 2 over the Seoul Dynasty. We then head back in the West and the London Spitfire get a 3-1 win over the Los Angeles Valiant. That's their second of the weekend. The Atlanta Rain get a 3-1 win over the Toronto Defiant in what was a surprisingly close match, I would say. Um, I actually thought Toronto performed pretty well uh, against Atlanta where they could. Um, Really a shame it's not a 3-2. Toronto Toronto had that first map um, in a lot of ways at times and then other times they certainly did not. But it looked like it was going to be close um and then yeah atlanta just managing to come out on top for sure and finally we closed out the weekend with the florida mayhem beating the new york excelsior 3-1 and that's what your past week's matches in the overwatch league <laughs> overwatch week, overwatch league looked like so let's just take a quick peek at my pickums here see how i did last week not too great it looks like uh for the 21st through the 23rd in the west I got 15 points. I had three matches that I predicted the incorrect winner. Of course, one being Atlanta Houston, one being London San Francisco and the other being London Valiant. I I went with the Valiant there. I, I had the faith in them. Turns out I should have had more faith in them on the San Francisco or yeah, San, their San Francisco match. Um but I mean I still picked the right winner in that match. So anyways, that is what we saw there. Then in the East, I got, oh, right, the East uh, bracket is broken. It's all pending results and weird things like that. So let's head over to the West here uh, for our July 28th through 30th matches. So that's the upcoming matches, of course, um, in the Overwatch League. So I'm going to pull up the schedule side by side here just so I can see what exactly shook out this past weekend, even though we just covered it, of course. And let me just change this. To complete it, let's set this filter. This new website they've got going on sure is something, uh, but now that it's working, it's actually kind of cool. All right, so let's see. We're going to start in the East, actually, just pound out these matches. So we have Seoul against Dallas playing Friday, July 28th at 2 a.m. Uh, the soul Infernal, that is. Seoul, of course, getting two wins this past weekend, uh, Dallas also getting two wins. Uh, that's a hard one to predict. Guangzhou, Dallas beats Dreamers, Dallas beats Shanghai. Hmm. I'm gonna just go ahead and pick the Dallas Fuel, taking it 3-2. Then at 3.30 a.m. Mountain Time, the Seoul Dynasty take on Dreamers. Uh, Dynasty, of course, getting beat by O2 Blast and beating out the Hangzhou Spark. Hmm. Dreamer's getting beat by Poker Face. Dreamer's getting beat by Dallas. I'm giving it to the Dynasty. I'll say 3-1. Then we have the Hangzhou Spark playing against Poker Face. Did Poker Face get a win this past weekend? They did against Dreamers, though, not against the Shanghai Dragons. I'm giving it to Hangzhou. I'll go 3-2 for that one. Then on Saturday, July 29th, we have the O2 Blast taking on Dreamers. Um, O2 Blast, I think, is who I'm going to be going with here uh, for no no real reason. I mean, they beat Seoul Dynasty, but I'll give it to them 3-1. The Dallas Viewer then going to beat the Guangzhou Charge. I'm going to say 3-0. And then Pantera taking on the Seoul Infernal. Uh, I'm going to give that one to Seoul again. Uh, Seoul not looking too bad right now. I I think that's uh, no secret. The Hangzhou Spark then take on the Shanghai Dragons in what should be an interesting match, honestly. Um, Shanghai, obviously not not performing super well this season, but also not uh, having a bit of a turnaround after the midseason break, of course. Um, meanwhile, the Hangzhou Sparks struggling a little bit. Uh, they beat Pantera, they lost against Dynasty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna side with the Spark and say it's gonna be a three-two. Then on Sunday, July 30th, O2 Blast is gonna beat Pantera three-one. The Seoul Dynasty are gonna beat Poker Face three-one. Ooh, and then the shanghai dragons take on the guangzhou charge hmm <laughs> another interesting one here this region is just so all over the place that it is very hard to predict i'm gonna say shanghai takes it 3-1 for that and we're gonna save those predictions we're gonna lock that in now let's head over to the west in week three so friday july 28th our matches kick off at 1 p.m mountain time with the london spitfire taking on the los angeles gladiators oh dougie that's something um Overwatch League, uh, what do I want? I want standings. I'm going to pull this up here. I'm actually curious where London sits now. They're four and eight, so, you know, they're still in 11th place. Um, Gladiators are five and five though, you know, Glads only have one more win than the London Spitfire. I'm going with London and I can't believe I'm saying that, but I'm giving it to them three. I'll say three, two, because I think the talent, In terms of DPS and things like that is there on gladiators this could go the way of the gladiators it's it's pretty hard to call but Boston is then going to 3-0 the Valiant and Atlanta plays Florida ooh ooh that's a match for the ages ooh Florida's looking mighty strong right now and Atlanta obviously was looking mighty strong still is looking very strong but at least fallible I'm gonna give this one to Florida and say that Florida hands Atlanta their second loss of the season Two weeks in a row. I'm giving it Florida 3-2. Then on Saturday, July 29th, the Vancouver Titans take on the Washington Justice. I think Vancouver can win this one out. Uh, Vancouver looked honestly surprisingly good with He Sang um, when they last played. Of course, they didn't play this past weekend. They played the weekend before that. Um, And He Sang really seemed to be integrating with the team quite well. Um, The big thing that, uh, of course, I I would kind of point out is that it seemed like he hadn't had much time with the team yet so i'm really kind of feeling like uh now that he's had a little bit more time and hopefully he's had some good scrim and he's kind of getting integrated there i I believe he's also in vancouver now um i'm gonna go ahead and give this to vancouver three three one or three two washington is sitting in fifth place with five and five they're they're as close to a 500 as they could possibly be they have a plus one differential um Vancouver, 4-6 on the other hand, although a bit of a tougher schedule, I think. I'll keep it 3-2 for now. Then at 2.30 p.m. on Saturday, July 29th, we have the Boston Uprising take on the Atlanta Raid. Now, again, although Atlanta definitely showing their stuff, uh, or showing their weaknesses, and Boston definitely showing their strengths, I'm still going to go with Atlanta Uh, 3-2. 3-2? Do I want to give Boston that much credit? 3-2. I'll give it to them 3-2, just because uh, Boston did... Uh, 3-2, I believe it was Florida last weekend. So Then we have our Toilet Bowl match of the season. That's right, 4 p.m. Saturday, July 29th, the Los Angeles Valiant against the Las Vegas Eternal. Valiant, of course, in 12th place overall with one win and 11 losses. Vegas in last place, 13th place with zero wins and 10 losses. I'm giving this to Valiant. I think they will take it. I'll give Vegas a map and say 3-1, but I think Valiant, given how they've been playing lately, I think they're going to show That there may even be a tear break between 12th position and 13th position. Then, of course, we come to our final day of the weekend with Sunday, July 30th at 1pm Mountain Time. The Florida Mayhem are going to 3-1 the Washington Justice. At 2.30pm, the London Spitfire are going to 3-0 the Las Vegas Eternal. Ooh, and then Vancouver takes on the Los Angeles Gladiators. What did I give the Gladiators against London? 3-2. I think that's more of a reflection on how I feel about the Spitfire. I'm giving this to Vancouver 3-1. I think there's a good chance Vancouver wins this. If it's not a 3-1, it'll be a 3-2 if you ask me. I think the most likely outcome is a 3-1. Second most would be 3-2. Probably then it flips over to Gladiators winning uh, like a a 3-2, I would say, then 3-1, then a 3-0 for either side. I don't think either side would get a 3-0. But in any case, that's how I'm seeing this upcoming week play out. And I'm happy with that. So I'm locking in those answers. And with that, we hit the 30 minute mark here. And that actually brings us to the end of a short episode. Um, I'm not even too sure what I'm actually going to call this episode because there just really isn't any news. There isn't really much going on right now. Of course, we had the big episode last weekend where we had our grand finals announcement, but we also had the leak about the Overwatch League just collapsing in on itself altogether. Hopefully next week's episode we'll have some more news to go off of for season six, maybe some exciting stuff around the Overwatch League, um, but who knows really. So let's let's just head on over and close out this show. I feel greatly empowered. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 118 of One Man Watchpoint. Of course, this was a short episode, but One Man Watchpoint is an Overwatch podcast where we talk about everything going on in the Overwatch League and the wonderful world of Overwatch. I'm of course your host at Sir DRJM. Please follow me on everything out there that you find at Sir DRJM. That's at Sir Dr. JM. Also head over to TikTok and follow me at One ManWatchpoint. All one word, of course, because it is a username. So follow me there. Uh, hopefully soon I'll be posting updates there as I confirm my plans to go to the Overwatch League grand finals. Of course nothing is set in stone yet but i'm looking at closing in on those details for certain so follow me on everything please uh like subscribe share all that jazz find this podcast on all your favorite podcast services out there spotify apple podcast google podcast etc cetera, etc cetera. leave us a review tell your friends share around all that jazz and of course if you like what you hear here drop a five-star review i will bring it to the show i will read it out you'll be i'll be your number one fan of course so That's all we have to talk about this week for episode 119, but we'll catch you next week. Oh, you shouldn't have.